Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. On this episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast. Is there something brewing under the Western United States that could cause mass destruction? Welcome to Mystery Kids Podcast. In April 1815, a volcano named Tamboa, located in Indonesia, erupted, causing mass devastation that has never been recorded before. This volcano not only caused many deaths, but also created what is known as the Year Without Summer in 1815. The volcano began rumbling in early April of 1815. Soldiers hundreds of miles away on Java, thinking they heard cannon fire, went looking for the battle. Then on April 10th came the volcano's terrible finale. Three columns of fire shot from the mountain, and a plume of smoke and gas reached 25 miles into the atmosphere. Fire generated winds, uprooted trees, pyroclastic flows, or incandescent ash poured down on the slopes at more than 100 miles per hour. It destroyed everything in their paths, and boiling and hissing went into the sea 25 miles away. There were huge floating rafts of pumice trapping ships at harbor. That spring, Tamoa erupted, causing the major turn of events in the local area. On the Volcanic Explosivity Index, which is new to me, it was kind of fun to research this, um, it was a level seven. So on this scale, it ranges from zero to eight. So zero is being a pretty gentle or mild eruption and eight being a mega colossal eruption. And it was a level seven. So Mount St. Helens erupted in 1980, and that was only a five on this scale. The island's entire vegetation was destroyed as uprooted trees were mixed with pumice ash and was washed into the sea and they formed rafts. They're known as pumice rafts, which I've never heard of before. And so this it's pumic rock, which is actually very um, porous, which means it's very light. So it can float in the water and it would create giant rafts of them. And one was found to be five kilometers or 3.1 miles across. It's a massive raft. They also would call them islands or things that are found. There's a huge one still located from an eruption in 2001. Um, so I'll have pictures of that on the Mystery Kids podcast um, 
website. So clouds of ash covered the summit on um, the 23rd of April. So still days and days and days later, there were still tons of ash. The explosion ceased on the 15th of July. So there were still explosions from April to July. Although there were still aftershocks reported as far as to August of 1819. So four years later, there were still eruptions noted. So flames and rumbling of the aftershocks were still reported for four years and a moderate tsunami struck the shores of various islands in Indonesia um, on the 10th of April with waves reaching four meters or 13 feet feet um, in Sangar around 10 p.m. And there was a tsunami causing waves um, from one to two meters. So 3.3 to 6.6 feet um, were recorded in Besuka or East Java before midnight. And there was another tsunami at two meters or 6.6 feet um, in Maluka Islands. So if you remember our episode for the Boxing Day tsunami, um, that was caused by an earthquake. So this is very similar because the volcanic eruption is also the earth shifting in a different way. So that this also caused major tsunamis. Okay, so this was between the 28th of June to the 2nd of July and between the 3rd of September and the 7th of October of 18. 15, there were prolonged and brilliant colored sunsets and twilights were frequently seen in London, England. Um, so if you look at a map of the difference between where um, Indonesia is and England, it's pretty far away. And yet they still reported these amazing sunsets that were changed mostly by the ash in the sky. So they were mostly pink or purple colored and they were in the horizon at twilight, um, which is right before dark. And there was orange and red near the horizon. And it was just gorgeous coloring, but it completely changed how things were across the entire world. So this volcano um, directly killed 10,100 people, mostly from the pyroclastic flows, which is a fast moving current of hot gas and volcanic matter that um, flows away from the ground and it can go from speeds at 100 kilometers per hour or 62 miles per hour. It's capable though of reaching speeds at 700 kilometers per hour or 430 miles per hour. Um, pyroclastic flows are the most deadly of all the volcanic hazards. So of all the volcano, I mean, there's eruptions, there's earthquakes, there's all sorts of things that happen when there is a volcanic eruption, but the most deadly is what's known as the pyroclastic flow. Um, as a further 37, thousand people, almost 38,000 were numbered having died from starvation on the Sambawa Islands and on Lombok Island, another 10,000 died from disease and hunger. They estimated that there are about 48,000 and 44,000 people killed in Zimbabwe and Lombaka. Another, um, and other authors also talk about um, that there were an estimated about 88,000 deaths in total from this volcanic earthquake or this volcanic destruction. So as I talked about, this caused not only um, 
the area that it happened in, in Indonesia, this caused massive issues across the entire world. Um, in China and Tibet, that it was an unseasonably cold weather, which killed trees, rice plants, and even water buffalo. Um, floods ruined the surviving crops. And in the northeastern United States, in the weather of mid-May of 1816, it all turned backwards. That's what the locals called it. Um, with a summer frost striking New England as far, far as Virginia. So in June, another snowfall came and the folks went sledding. So this is in June in New England um, that people went sledding. Um, Pharaoh Chesney of Virginia would later recall on July 4th, the water froze in cisterns and snow fell again. With Independence Day celebrations moving inside churches where hearth fires were warming things. Thomas Jefferson, having retired to Monticello after completing his second term as president, had such a poor corn crop that year that he had to apply for a $1,000 loan, which is a lot of money back in that day. Failing crops and rising prices in the 1815s and 1816s threatened American farmers. And odd as it may seem, the settling of America, Heartland, was apparently shaped by the eruption of the volcano, which was 10,000 miles away. Thousands left New England for what they hoped would be a more hospitable climate, climate west of the Ohio River. Um, partly uh, that was the result of such a migration. Indiana became a state in 1816 and Illinois became a state in 1818. So all of this was in result of a volcano erupting 10,000 miles away. I'm sure there were other factors, but this is just crazy how much this volcano affected um, the weather. And this was after a lot of people were traveling here and immigrating here from places such as England, and they wanted to find a home where they could be comfortable. But here they were moving here, and the summers were so cold, they didn't know how to handle them. So they began looking west to try to find a better area to live. So in Europe and Britain, um, far more than the usual amount of rain fell during the summer of 1816. It rained nonstop in Ireland for eight weeks. It rained nonstop for eight weeks in Ireland. The potato crops failed, famine ensued, a widespread failure of corn and wheat crops in Europe and Great Britain led to what historian John D. Post has called the last great substance crisis in the Western world. And after the hunger came major diseases. Typhus broke out in Ireland in late 1816, which killed thousands. And over the next couple of years, it spread through the British Isles. So it's crazy that this one earthquake had caused such strange climate issues all around the world. And some interesting facts, the vampire and Frankenstein, which are two notable books came from this time. It was written in direct correlation with the strange and dreary weather. So it not only was affecting um, the culture during that time, it was affecting the literature that was written as well. So I have to share with you about Man Mount Tambora to give 
give you a small idea of what a large volcanic explosion could do to our world, but this is not even the largest one in history. Tambora is only the largest explosion ever recorded. So this is the one that we have the most information about what happened. The largest volcanic eruption is what is known as a super volcano. So remember how I talked about the volcanic explosivity index? Well, a super volcano is a level eight. The one I just talked about was a level seven. So there's only been eight eruptions ever identified, and they started 30 million years ago. So they found these eight eruptions in Utah, Colorado, Sumatra, Indonesia, Chile. There were two in Idaho, Serlipes, Bolivia, two on the North Island of New Zealand, Catamarca, Argentina, in Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming, which is what is known as Yellowstone, and in California. So on the next episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, I am going to be going into Yellowstone Super Volcano. So this is going to be a two-part episode, mainly because this you had to know about Mount Tambora. You had to know what happened in 1816 to give you an idea of what a super volcano could look like and how it could affect us. So on the next episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, I will go into the super volcano that is looming under the Western United States. Okay, so today's strange creatures, um, I decided to pull some out um, from creatures that live in volcanoes, okay? So underneath the sea, um, there are so many volcanoes and they found these strange creatures that actually live in or near volcanoes. Okay, so the first one's called the Mickey Mouse squid. Now there's not a ton known about it. So I'll have a picture on our website, but it's known as a Mickey mouse squid because it kind of looks like it maybe swallowed a Mickey mouse because it kind of has Mickey mouse shaped ears. There's not tons known about it, but it's a kind of cool looking squid. So again, I'll have pictures on the mystery kids podcast website. Porter's ponderings for this episode. What do you think it would have been like to live in 1816? What do you think of the massive volcanic eruption? Would you like to see a Mickey Mouse squid or a Yeti crab? Thanks so much for listening. I'll have the link in the bio to go ahead and get to our website. Thank you so much. And if you guys could just spend just a minute and give us a record or give us a rating. And if you would love to share what you would love to hear, go ahead and leave that in the rating or go ahead and leave it on our Instagram, the mystery kids podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening.